Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Hey, everybody, it's Jimmy Reed with the Reed team, and here we are with another episode of Real Estate Real Estate. Round table. Real Estout yeah. sounds actually pretty good. Are you thirsty? I could use one. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're, we're talking about all things real estate and I guess stout now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got Jerry Tucker, Tucker the Realtor, as is one of his call names on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a team member. And before we get into what you're going to share with us a little bit today about your experience and your journey in real estate, tell us a little bit about yourself, so, something we don't know and are you married, kids? Did you always want to be a realtor? And I'm going to ask you why if you say yes. Yeah, so. no. Um, yeah, I'm, I am married. I'm married 10 years to my wife. Um, we've got two littles. We've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, having fun with them. Um, did I want to be a realtor? Um, no. <laughs> that never crossed my mind until actually around two fif- 2015 when we bought our house. Got it. And a good friend of mine who I eventually went to work with, um, sold our, sold us our house, sold our house, our condo, and then sold us our house. Got it. And, um, right about that time, conveniently my business, which was in uh, web development, web production, right. Um, was kind of hitting a ceiling and not doing as good as it had been and how I wanted it to be. So Got it. Uh, I was starting to think about pivoting and what I would do. And I was thinking about teaching cause my wife's a, a teacher. And she planted that seed. Mm. Um, and then I was thinking about real estate because speaking to my friend, it sounded like something I could do. It wasn't the, the thing that attracted me to it is at least the way he put it was it wasn't necessarily sales. It was more consulting. Well, there's truth in that. Yeah. Right? I, I, well, that's how I've gone about it ever since. Right. Uh, um, you know, there's, there are degrees of, of sales for sure because you're, you, you, you are, you're selling a property. But in in the end, you're really just trying to give people advice and point them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So that really took me like t- took my interest towards that because I'd done sales in the past, and I didn't do any sales <laughs> very long because right, right. it just was hard. You know, I, I I didn't really like those cold calls. I didn't really like the rejection, all all that. And I still get that, but it's different now for some reason. But um, well, I have more questions on that part. Okay. So you've been a realtor, realtor since 2015? 17. 17. It took a couple of years to realize that I needed to do something. <laughs> so that would, so it's been five years now? It's been five years, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. congratulations. Thanks, thanks. And so when you started, um, did you even have any idea about stru- team structures or solo <laughs> agent? Was it optional? What, what were you thinking? I, I, I was really just following my friend's lead. He offered... To get, to join him right. as a team, he had a, a one other person that he was working with, and um, he kind of led me down the path. Um, he, he he in a way gave me an opportunity to kind of hit the ground running and train me in a certain way, mainly dealing with like leases at first. Sure, yeah. it's zero money, right? But I got some I thought valuable experience just Good. being with clients and right, right. Um, so. That was that was how I, I got going, and so I stayed with him up until late last year. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I, I moved on from that was because I actually thought that I might be able to to make this out all on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I felt like I had a pretty good pipeline and a frill business mm-hmm. that I thought I could grow. Right, right. Um, I mean, some people yeah. do. Yeah. It's very few and far between. More so in outlying areas, less likely in high density, you know, very competitive markets like South Orange County. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think it can it, it a lot of it had to do with like my perception of what my goals were mm-hmm. and what I was doing at the time mm-hmm. felt like I could that could I could pull it off. Right. Right. It, I wasn't shooting for the stars. I was I, I was kind of aiming low and I right, and right. I was comfortable with that at What's the time. What's low transactionally? How many transactions roughly well, ballpark? Uh, yeah, uh, somewhere between 6 and 12. Okay, great. A year. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's where I was thinking I could be comfortable. Sure. sure. There's probably a lot of you that m- are going to listen to this later or watch it or maybe even watching it now that, you know, think the same way. I mean, what wouldn't you say? I mean, the average, because when you, when you and I first started talking, is, even sometimes now, well, it's easier now, but do you think most people, when they see the numbers that teams like ours post and like Nick's selling 60 plus deals a year, 70 plus deals a year, literally 10 times what the average is, isn't that hard to kind of like grasp? Honestly, I don't think I really had a good gauge of what other my, my peers were doing until I came in here. Right. Um, and then kind of it was open to the fact that, that you know, Nick, Darren, Steve, the, the numbers that they're doing. And then it made me kind of think like, well, what, if, what are other people doing? Right, you know, right, I, knew right. what, I knew what my friend Bob was doing. I knew what his, his other partner was doing. Uh, but I never really even bothered to wonder. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I so I, I got here and I started to wonder. And, right, right, right. And it was kind of like, oh wow, a lot. There's a lot of people that were sort of in the same yeah. boat as me. There's a lot. Yeah. Let's back up for the yeah. for the people watching. Kay. So, you had left your current your previous company. You're thinking you want to go out on your own, and you come to Remax Coastal Homes down here in uh, you know the Tri City areas, Dana Point, San Clemente, San Juan, and in the surrounding areas, mm-hmm. right? And then. You know, Shelly Raylan, our broker, said, hey, you know, you should talk to Jerry. He's a good dude, and he, uh, you know, he's like so many other people looking for lead sources, looking for lead gen, and we're a Zillow Flex team, Mm -hmm. right? It's a highly – if you're watching this and you don't know what a Zillow Flex contract is, Zillow looks for, you know, teams that have operations, you know, operational internal support, systems, tools, transaction support, listing support, and all that kind of stuff in-house. So we do, and we've been with Zillow since, you know, for the last 12 years, but when the Flex platform came in, we're the only thing that the, the, the public sees. The key is having other people that want to grow to be able to put, you know, to put on shifts and give them a, a tremendous amount of lead flow, but that are going to be open to using the tools and systems and stuff that Zillow requires that, you know, teams like ours use. So, so roll the tape forward. You and I chat about, you know, the Zillow flex platform because our Zillow team isn't necessarily, if you look at our website on the career page, it's not necessarily a sales partner. Right. Right. Um, It's a way to get to know other agents that are part of our brokerage that want some leads and they follow the protocols. They get some good at bats and opportunities. And you you sold several homes on the Zillow Flex platform, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, and you did well, and you hit those benchmarks. And so we invited you on, you know, as a full fledged partner. So let's just there. There's the context of Jerry and my, my, our relationship, you know. But 
what is it for people listening right now or agents? What is it that they don't know that you presupposed or thought and what's so different and what would be the benefit for them to look at a team like ours or somebody else's wherever you're at, you know, to, to get traction, to, to add to your skill set. So that way you can work all your referrals and center of influence and, and, and grow. Yeah. Right. But so I'd like to preface with, I, I came into this thinking, yeah, I could use some leads. I heard about you guys and that you work your butts off. Mm-hmm. Scared me a little. Okay. So I kind of was I like, love your honesty. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> right, and, right, uh, right, right. but at the same time, you know, I was in the spot where I really needed some, some, like a, I needed to get resuscitated. Right. And I needed leads and I needed to do that. And, um, it seemed like a great opportunity. Like, why would I turn it down? Um, but I, I didn't really have any kind of like, I, I came in just going, okay, I'm going to do this and let's see how it goes. Really, like literally, that was, I didn't have big expectations. Right. Um, but it, like, as soon as I came in here, um, like literally day one, I sat here and listened to some of the sales partners like Nick and, and Darren and Steve and you and Lel and was like, what the hell is going on over here? Right. <laughs> right. Well, I know what you're saying, but for people right, listening, what does that mean? Because I promise you we weren't on the desktop <laughs> dancing and like you'd get an all, we might yeah, be yeah. doing that sometimes. But what do you clear. mean by that? I, what I mean by that is, is I wasn't used to, um, like it's being run by a bu- like a business. It's being run. Um, that you're 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 putting thought into everything that you guys are doing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I haven't seen that. And you know, even though I thought I got really good experience um, with my other partner, um, it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And it just like I immediately switched it. Like it was like okay, I'm I'm gonna fully listen here. I'm gonna and I'm gonna soak this in and uh, and see, you know. I, I overheard things that I was just like, you know, my head right. was exploding right, right. that someone could do the volume they're doing. Right. Um, and then, like, probably one of the big things that sort of changed my mind too was, like, everyone's helpful. Like, no one, it, they're everybody's competitive to some degree, but they were like helpful beyond like what I expect. I I just right. I don't know. They're, they're willing, they're not f- afraid of me yeah, yeah. taking any business, I guess. No, no. So there's no, there's no uh, competitiveness in that sense of like, well, hey, back off, buddy. No. Yeah. Uh, they're like opening yeah. the book yeah. and. We've had people, yeah. but it's just not a good culture. <laughs> right. And so they end up deciding and agreeing with us that it's probably not the best fit. I, yeah. I, I, even if you can do 100 transactions a year. Yeah. We're looking for exactly what you're talking about in people mm-hmm. because that gives you hope. Now you're not suffering in silence. Yeah. Right. Which is most of the models out there. Right. Well, I just, there's so many times where I've wanted to ask a question, you know, before, or even, you know, coming in here and just going, I don't want to ask that. That sounds stupid. Yeah. You know, I should know that. Well, in retrospect, w- wouldn't you tell a brand new person? It's stupid not to ask. The stupid yeah. part is not to ask. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. I feel stupid not asking <laughs> right, that for sure. Right. Right. So because it's that that's how we grow. Yeah. I mean, 90 percent of what we do is failure, you know, um, in the and we grow through it doesn't mean we don't get the deal. But it's like baseball. We talk about these analogies all the time. 
if you're striking out seven times out of ten times at the plate, you're going to be one of the highest paid batters <laughs> in the league. You're a superstar, yeah, right? Yeah. It's right? crazy. Right, because I don't focus on those things. Mm-hmm. I focus on how I can get better, right? So going back to what does the public not know for someone who thinks they want to be a solo agent? Listen, I was a solo agent for years. I was a solo agent for years. And on a, a another podcast, one of uh, you know one of the team members at you know said to me, "Do you remember what you were doing when you sold my home?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know. It felt, I don't know. It felt like 40, 50 deals." But she goes, "No, no, no. I remember you did like 65, 70, maybe 80 deals." Oh, I think I said 60, and she said, "Hey, no, it was like 85 deals." I'm like, "Okay, well, it didn't feel like it because I had team members, right? And we have all the structure in place and everything." Yeah. But roll the tape back, before that, I was doing it all by myself. And my wife of 17 years at that time was my partner. And it was really hard. And it was going to be burnout. So I built a team out of necessity because I didn't really want to burn out. I loved what I did. And I wanted to bring other people along. I just didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Right? So we got into coaching and roll the tape forward. And that's what you see the team today. Uh, through the Tom Ferry Team Plus platform, and we collaborate. What's interesting, Jerry, and you'll know this because I. How long have you been on the team? I want to say close to eight months. Yeah. yeah. So you know you haven't been to a Tom Ferry summit. Nope. Right. Coming, though. You're going. And here's the thing: what you'll recognize, what you'll see really quick, is the environment we got here. We've got with thousands of other agents and teams, and they're going to share. They're basically going to open up their playbook and say, "Here you go." Mm-hmm, okay. Right. And you're and, and a lot of the people that are first timers, they're like, whoa, why would you do that? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, here's why. Because we want to help. It feels good to help. It's encouraging. And like you said, I haven't seen anything like it and people yeah. aren't doing it. I get it. Yeah. That's why. Because they just know that someone's going to use it. And then I'm going to feel good that they actually did it. But most of the people standing in any room aren't going to do it. They're just not going to do the work. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I was guilty of that. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. No, you said you were afraid or intimidated by the amount of work and what yeah. you saw, but you're a hard worker. There's a big difference because it's widely misunderstood. Well, you, I, I got led, you know, I've been led to water. Mm-hmm. And when you see that and you see the potential, then you like you either bail right, or you work hard. Right, I right. think, I think that like, that's the way I, yeah. I live, but um, yeah, yeah. Either it's like, Oh, this is too much. I'm out. Right. Or, Wow, I see the future. I see what it can going to be. So, so anyone on this team is super patient with people that are that need to be the tortoise, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the prideful hare, the prideful rabbit in that pail, there's not a lot of patience for for that. Yeah, right. We don't have time for that because then you have to re-explain it 20 different times or whatnot. That's the difference. Most successful organizations, more, most successful. Uh, you know, people and what they do, they learn. They're all about learning. I want to grow. I want to know more, right? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, because they want to, as realtors, they want to help their clients. They want to be a, they want to be a better version of their self for their clients, for their teammates. So we continue to push ourselves in that way. But I'd rather do that and work side by side with people like you, Jerry, all day long versus people that are not pushing to become better because then I get pushed, right? And that's the difference between being accountable and asking people for accountability, mm-hmm. right? I don't need a babysitter. I want to be accountable. You're going to hold me accountable because I'll, yeah. I'll do the same, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. 
So we've already talked about some misrepresentations and misunderstandings and all of, all that good stuff. But, you know, l- let's talk about systems for just a minute. Okay. Right? Had you ever used full-time a CRM? Okay, so let's just, for the people watching, what what is a CRM? It's a, it's a client relationship management tool or customer, you know, uh, relationship management system. Um, and we use Follow-Up Boss uh, for real estate. Some people use Salesforce. In the past, there was all kinds of other platforms and stuff for real estate, mm-hmm. like real produce, you know, all the different ones. So, but, but there's systems. Did you ever use a CRM before consistently? Not consistently. No. Um, okay. I had access to some, um, I built a database, mm-hmm. I looked at it, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. but it wasn't telling you who to, no. re- who to respond to, who, who, who to get back to on, where to take notes, birthdays, important events. Right. So, some of that stuff, but not to the degree that follow-up boss is, is doing. Right. Um, right. Um, I'm early days in it, but right. I can, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. It's, right. it's going to be right. a good tool for me for sure. Right. The other thing is if you're a solo agent versus on a team, so follow-up boss, our marketing team, it goes in and extracts all of your information for you and pushes out and advertises remarkets, retargets, direct advertising through email campaigns and stuff like to your database, Mm -hmm. right? So you're not going to have to. Well, you're part of an organization that does that. There's other teams that do that at a very high level as well. So that's follow-up boss. There's a tool and system. Has that been easy? I had a guy guy the other day. um, I reached out to him after a few calls, and um, he's like, hey, how do you have time to call me? And I'm like, (laughs) what do you mean? Right. And he's like, your face is on everything that I look at. <laughs> <laughs> that's remarketing and retargeting, yeah. right? right? And I'm right. like, oh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So glad you, I'm glad you answered my call. <laughs> well, I hope you said because I have a team. Yeah. So I can just be calling you yeah. and all my other clients. Yeah. Right? And that's the beauty of it, right? That's the idea. Making the calls, that's exactly what you want to do yeah. all day long. In fact, that's what, that's what moves the needle, us talking to our clients. Uh-huh. 100%. And, and it's funny because when I started with, with the read team doing the Zillow flex calls, I was only using the Zillow flex app or website. Right. right. And it doesn't do nearly what follow up boss does. But as soon as I got into follow up boss, all these people got resurrected. Right. Like from the dead, like even though I was calling them, right. You know, all of a sudden, I don't know. It just, yeah, not everybody, but a pretty good percentage. It will. And it was, I was very, very pleased. Yeah. yeah, that's just because you can take a tool like that. And that's why, that's the why behind why we have it. And it organizes and prioritizes who you're supposed to be in front of and who you don't need to be in front of as much, yeah. right? And helps you um, because, you know, you've added a lot of people to your debate database in just a short amount of time being on our team. Yeah, so sure. there's, there's, there's our CRM, right? So why would you say that we need a checklist, but forget about ClickUp for a minute. ClickUp manages our checklist. But as a realtor, if you were to track and measure everything you are doing from A to Z, from the minute you meet somebody on Zillow, mm-hmm. open house, whatever, all the way to post-closing and then staying in touch with them month after month, how, how does someone do it consistently and successfully with every client unless they're using a checklist? Can they? 
I'll answer that when I've got that wired, but I'm working on that. And, and I, what I do see though, is that, well, like you, you know, you block scheduled me when I, when I first got on right. and no idea what that was, to be honest. And <laughs> right. I, I had anxiety when I saw it. Yeah. Um, but lo and behold, you know, a couple months later, right. it's really helped me just manage day to day. Every so, day. so block scheduling is doing one thing at a time, mm. getting your calendar, following your can plan. It's really about planning. But it's like a list. Yeah, but it's planning. Yeah. It's like, what are, because yeah. let's be honest, can I, can I be super transparent? I won't say any names. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about you liking to run and how other things got in the way. Really, when you look at the calendar, it's not that things got in the way. It's just that you weren't planning your day right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Gabby's, Gabby, you know, uh, Cabell, who is running this podcast right over you. You can't see her off camera, but she's over there. You know, she would tell you, you know, that it's the truth. It's a hundred percent of the truth. We've got, we went round and round on a lot of these things and it's a matter of just doing one thing well, and then moving on and doing another thing well. And then and, and it just so happens that she has to do that at a higher level than anybody else on the team. I think, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as our operations manager, but the point is it's just doing one thing well at a time. You, you a lot of people say, Oh, I'm really good at multitasking. No, you're not. Yeah, prove me wrong, right? Let's let's try it right now, right? Multitasking is not juggling, right? Yeah, I guess you could argue that that it is, but how many people can juggle well? Not very many people. Like it's ugly, really quick. So going back to you when you first started, you said you want to run, but really you weren't. You were inconsistent. Very. And when we put it all on your calendar, like, I guess if I, if I follow my calendar, I can do this. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be honest, I'm still working on a lot of that stuff, but I've made so much progress. Oh, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. No. Oh man. I don't know about this. My this hair's on be, fire once yeah, in a while. This might sure. be your last podcast. <laughs> if it's not perfect. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, the, the point is this, you even have a family member that you take care of once a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. I won't get into all that personal stuff right here, but but the truth is that's important to you. Yeah. So how, you know, your time with your kids. Yes. Right. Very. Important to you. Very. Uh, date night. We talked about all these things, personal level, you know, because I want to be your, I want to be your friend, but if I want to earn your trust, then I need you to be happy too. I don't just want you to sell a lot of homes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when we talk about that stuff, we, we, we're genuine. We talk about it and you've got to have this, that's how you achieve a work-life balance and grow your real estate team. So you just, you just got to be honest. Now, I would only do that if you invited me in. I don't just do that for everybody. So if you're watching this and you think that I'm a life coach for everybody, I'm not. But when, when someone asked me, because I, I'm very transparent about the mistakes I make and the ones that I've made, um, both professionally and personally, I'm going to share. And so part of it is just it's, it's time management, right? Yeah. And because of that, now you're, you're being more productive. You're more organized right? Mm -hmm. And you're able to make those calls and connect with those past clients. So they're not just being resurrected. You're resurrecting I'm resurrected. them. Yeah, I guess you see right? that. that's true. Yeah. I'm making the time to do that. And therefore they're coming back to life because I'm actually calling them. And, right. And uh, it helps to have us remarketing and retargeting yeah, and yeah. seeing you everywhere, sure but it's got to be both. It's not yeah. enough to just mm -hmm. drop people, drop flyers at people's doors. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So what would you say the biggest, the biggest, if, if, if someone's watching right now and they're like, I don't know, I think I want to give it a go a little bit longer. 
what's required? What what is going to be required for them to be a solo agent? I mean, we think about it. You see everything here. I mean, what's going to be required versus joining a team? You know, doesn't have to be our team. It can be any. It can be any team that's really providing that structure. What's it going to take for them to be able to break through on their own? Um, I don't. I don't even really know where to start. I just know that um, coming in here, and it's again like kind of like I said when I first started, I I was able to kind of hit the ground running mm-hmm. because I had some tutelage to point me in the right direction, uh, systems and and just what to say. Right. Here you come in here and it's it's all of that and a whole ball of wax because you're gonna get you're gonna get the you're getting support from people who aren't afraid of you doing really well. They want you to. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Right. Um, you're going to get all the systems, which we just talked about, follow-up boss. You're going to get the leads that are coming through, and it's more than just Zillow. Right. Um, you've got, like I said, too, in the beginning, it's it's a business. It's being run like a well-oiled business, and I don't right. think anyone's going to – I mean, there may be people. I, I came in, and I was like, what – like, again, what is this? Right. It's not what I expected. Um, yeah, I'm working my butt off like the people warned me I would be. Yeah. But the w- what I'm going to get in return is well worth every minute I work. So um, I don't know if I answered your question. But no, you did. No, no. Yeah. It's, it's, I wanted you to say it how you how you feel. But I would argue this, and I because I know people, I talk to people all day long. You know, clients, other prospective realtors. Tomorrow night we're doing this big, you know, mastermind that we're hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, and where there's going to be like 50 people that show up just to talk about the things that we're talking about. And my hope and my desire is it's always raw. It's honest. It's honest. Yeah. Otherwise, don't do it. If we're not going to have integrity in the conversation, then let's not do it. Right? Agreed. So I would say that you're saying, yeah, I'm working hard. But I think the difference, though, is you're you're seeing a, you're seeing the the needle being moved in your in your job in your life as a realtor and personally number one, and I would say this that without that, when you're misguided or you're unguided, unguided yeah, a lot of people are, <laughs> but even misguided because you're watching the wrong things, listening to the wrong people, that there's more anxiety and stress. You may not be on the phones because you don't have as much to do. Mm-hmm. right yeah but you can't even paddle out for a surf session and be totally at ease not feeling like i need to be in doing something to right so you're going to have a lot of this stress and anxiety and whatever it is that you shouldn't be dealing with if you had stuff to do it's better to have a lot to do and manage yourself with a calendar and limit yourself and create your guideline you know your barriers right mm-hmm Versus having nothing to do and having lots of anxiety and then just quitting altogether. I, I couldn't agree more because I've been, I've been involved in both. Right. And, and, Me too. Right. Yeah, and right. you know, and the the one where you don't have a lot to do and you're able to maybe go for a surf or workout or whatever, um, you can't pay for much because you don't have much. <laughs> well, then, and there's where it takes honesty because <laughs> you know? the reality yeah. is, Jerry, you and I both know people are not going to be that honest. Yeah, it's it was it was a struggle, and that's you know, right. That's part of the reason why I went into real estate. And then that's also part of the reason why I went from going like, hey, I want to be solo. I think I can do this and I'm going to be happy with just this. Right. To, holy crap, I need to get my stuff together and, and I, need to, I need to find a way, another avenue. I'm not doing it right. But here's the thing at the end of the day, and let's wrap up like with this. Sure. 
the notion that it's more fun and more beneficial on your own versus with a team is insane to me. I would never want to go back to working by myself on a being in my own my own head, not being coached, not being a part of a mastermind with a bunch of guys and gals, and we go to Cabo as a team and celebrate and do those kinds of things like we do, or yeah. we go whatever. We have a gr- great group of people around us all the time to encourage us when we're you just you know suffered a hard blow recently personally, you know another team member of ours right now suffering yeah. through that right now. I don't want to do that by myself. Yeah. Nor do I want to be in an office where people aren't going to be sharing openly. Like you said, you were shocked. You're like, oh, my God, they're actually, they're helpful. They're not just quickly responding to my question and moving on. They're, yeah. They really want to see me succeed. No, it's genuine, for sure. And, and yeah. I, I experienced in my previous career, I worked in my home office by myself. Obviously, I was on the phone once in a while. And I thought I liked it. And then I, I got involved with an, an agency, and I went into their office, and I was like, holy crap. I get to talk to people. Right, right. I didn't think I wanted to, but I do. You, you know, do, right. yeah, you and do. and it helped me. It, it depends it, on the people. Yeah, 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 but they were great, and yeah. it but it helped me grow there for the short time I was there. Mm-hmm. And then again, I I wasn't I was working from home or from an office where no one was really in, and I came in here thinking like, crap, they want me to come in the office. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm so comfortable at my at home, right. you know. Uh, and slipper, then I came in here and slippers and jammies, totally but, total COVID gear. You're <laughs> like, Oh, this is great. Yeah, it was, right. it was just comfortable and easy. And um, you accidentally stand up on video <laughs> and you're like wearing your underwear or whatever. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And then I came in here and I was like, Oh, there it is again. That yeah. feeling of like, uh, it's, I, I'm able to talk to people, right. you know, I can help them. They can help me even if it's just a chat, you know? And so, it's it's helped me grow. I've grown a lot in eight, just under eight months. I mean, yeah. well, we're proud of you. Glad you're on the team, um, but it's because of your assertiveness and your you know willingness to grow and be coachable and you know and, and uh, you know you're starting to do a lot more video, which is great. Telling your story, getting outside of your own head, because people want to hear from you. Regardless of the story yeah. we tell ourselves, people, if you're doing well and you're experiencing a lot of, you know, and you have a, and you have a lot to tell people, you experience a lot in here, right? Yep. That people want to know. They're trying to figure out. That's why the attendance is so high. We're probably going to be bursting at the seams tomorrow night, you know, um, and that's good. But it's just because it just proves that people want to grow. They want to know what you know, Jerry. I, I, they just don't know they do sometimes. No, and I was true. one of those, so. This is true. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it. Well, congrats. Yep. High five. Proud Thank of you. you. So, again, uh, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode of, I don't even know what number it is, but it, it is the Real Estate Roundtable with the Reed team. Yeah, it's the Stout. Stout. Yes, yeah, the Stouts. <laughs> We're going to have Stouts tonight. But, uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, chatting with you guys sometime in the future. Follow us if you don't. Uh, reach out with any questions or comments. We'd love to be able to help. Okay, until next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the REIT team, our information is below and we'd love to chat with you.